Hi, this is Megan Cloherty, investigative reporter for WTOP News. If you like top news from WTOP, we think you'll love our new podcast called the DMV Download, where we take a more in-depth look at the biggest local stories of the day happening in our area. We hope you check it out. TOP app and WTOP.com. Never miss a moment. As promised, heavy rain is pushing south to north across the WTOP listening area as what used to be Hurricane Ian pushes through will have the latest. CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Liberty Mutual Insurance. I'm Christopher Cruz in Washington. I'm Jim Crisul in Raleigh, North Carolina. What's left of Hurricane Ian will generate gusty winds and heavy rain across the Carolinas and southern Virginia through Sunday. Emily Hughes has piled sandbags outside her flood-prone store in Hickory, North Carolina. But because it does come through so quickly, and if it's a heavy storm, the drainage isn't very good, so it just completely floods. Ian's remnants are expected to disappear over western North Carolina and southwestern Virginia. Jim Crisilda, CBS News, Raleigh, North Carolina. It's believed some people may still be stranded on Sanibel Island off the coast of Florida. The lone bridge leading to and from the high-end houses in the Gulf of Mexico cracked with the force of Hurricane Ian. CBS's Omar Villafranca flew along as rescues and surveys of damage were carried out. Coast Guard crews carried out dramatic rescues. A family was pulled to safety off Sanibel Island. Rear Admiral Brendan McPherson. They're not just out rescuing people they don't know. They're rescuing people that they have lunch with, they they socialize with, they're in part of the community with. So it impacts us too. Army Corps of Engineers Brigadier General Daniel Hebner got a bird's eye view of roads, bridges, and other vital structures. What are you looking for? Pump stations, we're looking at nursing homes, uh, hospitals. Congress has averted a shutdown down to the federal government, says CBS's Scott McFarland. They waited until the 11th hour, but Congress has approved a government spending plan that prevents a shutdown and keeps federal government programs funded at the current level through December when they'll have to fight this battle again. The plan also includes billions of dollars to support Ukraine and billions of dollars for disaster recovery from western wildfires to the hurricanes. As he long threatened he would do, Russian President Vladimir Putin on Friday annexed four regions of Ukraine after holding referendums the West called a sham. At the White House, National Security Advisor Jake Sullivan warned the U.S. will sanction anyone supporting the annexations. We are sending a clear warning from the United States government supported by all of our G7 partners. We will sanction and impose export controls on any individual, entity, or country that provides political or economic support to these attempts at annexation. Wall Street closed out a miserable September on Friday with its worst monthly decline since March 2020. The S&P 500 fell to its lowest level in almost two years. The Dow Jones Industrial Average lost 1.7%, and the Nasdaq fell 1.5%. Nike fell sharply after the company said it had to sharply cut prices. This is CBS News. Success is picking up extra shifts, but now you want to be the boss. Success is getting your foot in the door, but now you want to take the next step. Success looks different to everyone, and for more than 75 years, University of Maryland Global Campus has been helping working adults like you succeed again. Choose from more than 125 degree and certificate programs with online and hybrid courses. Our MBA and most graduate cyber courses start October 5th. Learn more at umgc.edu. Certified to operate by CHEV. WTOP at 1203. 
Good Saturday morning. We've made it to the weekend. Welcome to a new month, 1st of October 2022. Periods of heavy rain, breezy, spotty, flooding overnight early morning, low in the 50s before daybreak. Good Saturday morning to you. Thanks for taking us along for your weekend morning ride. The weather topping the news as we head into this day together. Our dreary weekend has begun now, thanks to what used to be known as Hurricane Ian. The storm came ashore in South Carolina, smashing up some piers in the Myrtle Beach area. Its winds are at least 60 miles per hour this morning at last check. As the storm spins northward, rain is affecting our area as well. It will promise to get heavier and the winds more intense as we go through the weekend. The storm's leftovers are expected to impact southern Maryland more than any other parts of the state. I'm in Chesapeake Beach in Calvert County, where here at the Kellams Field Complex, you can fill your own sandbags. Calvert and St. Mary's counties are also offering sandbags to residents who may need them. Coastal flooding and windy conditions are the concern for Calvert and St. Mary's right along the bay. Statewide, Maryland Governor Larry Hogan has activated an emergency management team. The State Highway Administration is clearing drainage ditches, and BWI Marshall Airport is closely monitoring conditions. In Chesapeake Beach, Michelle Bash, WTOP News. And over in Virginia this morning, the Department of Transportation preparing for the storm's potential impact this weekend in our region. It says drivers can expect some lane closures as crews inspect and clear drainage structures. VDOT warns the storm could result in downed trees, power lines, other debris, as well as severe flooding in parts of the area. It is reminding drivers to avoid flooded roadways and to be on alert for any high wind advisories in the region, especially on bridges or taller structures. Stay with WTOP and WTOP.com all weekend. For up-to-the-minute information on the remnants of Ian affecting our area, we'll keep you updated. WTOP at 12.05. In other news, this early Saturday morning for you, several D.C. officers have been taken off the streets after they're accused now of failing to arrest people they found illegal guns on. I'm disappointed. D.C. Police Chief Robert Conti says it was one complaint from a community member that started an internal investigation that found seven officers over the past three months confiscated illegal guns but never arrested the person with them. He says it was discovered his body camera footage was compared to the reports the officers filed. The report that they wrote is not consistent with what we see in the video. The officers were members of the 7th District Station in Southeast and other members of the crime suppression team there have been temporarily reassigned as well. He says even though all the guns in these cases are accounted for. We have a responsibility to community to make communities safer and that includes taking bad guys to jail. Mike Marillo, WTOP News. Transportation issues this Saturday morning on WTOP. It's going to be a longer wait for Metro riders who are now taking shuttle buses at the Braddock Road, King Street, Old Town, Eisenhower Avenue, Huntington, Van Dorn Street, and Franconia Springfield Metro stations all south of Reagan National. Those metro stops will remain closed longer than expected, we're being told this morning. The six stations in that area will remain closed until November. The work to tie in the new tracks to the future Potomac Yard station was supposed to be finished up by October 22nd. But due to what officials say is unexpected site conditions and remediation efforts, the work will now end on Saturday, November 5th. Metro says crews found issues with the soil that impacted the structural stability of the ground beneath the tracks. That work, they say, was beyond the scope of the work to tie in the new tracks. The ground had to be reinforced and the materials installed to make sure it was stable. Ann Kramer, WTOP News. Metro also announcing this week the new Potomac Yard Station will not open this year. After all, Metro says this delay is due to the contractor's failure to meet the project delivery schedule. 
Get more on that at WTOP.com. A click away. 1207 traffic and weather on the way. Stay with us here at WTOP. The average home sells for over the asking price. And with Orchard's win-win program, you can win twice. Here's how. Win number one. Orchard can make you a guaranteed cash offer for your home. Next, Orchard handles the sale of your old home, including upgrades, listing, and showing. Win number two. Orchard not only guarantees the sale of your home, when it sells for more than your cash offer, you keep the extra. You win again. Get a no-cost, no-obligation offer at Orchard.com. Orchard.com. You're with Dean Lane on WTOP. At Amentum, we're fiercely committed to making the world safer, smarter, and cleaner for all. We do this by accelerating solutions in intelligence analysis, environmental services, clean energy, health systems, C5ISR engineering, and unmanned autonomous systems. Amentum applies proven expertise in enabling technologies and people to accelerate response to the unexpected, prepare for the future, and surpass expectations. Discover more about our innovative solutions and connect with us at Amentum.com. Good Saturday morning, October 1st. Welcome to a new month. 12.08 on WTOP. Glad you're Slow or clogged drains? Call Michael and Son and get $100 off at train cleaning today. Ian Crawford's with us Saturday morning in the WTOP Traffic Center. With lots of caution this morning, Dino. That's how we are driving, or that's how we should be driving. It's a sloppy track already. More wind, more rain going to be pushing in throughout the morning hours until we get to sunrise and well beyond. That is going to make for a pretty dicey ride, and it's already becoming so for many drivers. We start in Virginia, southbound 95. Our crash activity after the Dale City car rest area. Yes, a second one. That is now blocking the right side, maybe getting by to the left in a column of at least two past the crash, but it's a very, very sluggish ride after the Dale City car rest area trying to get toward Dumfries and points south. 395 southbound on the ramp, I believe, to the inner loop of the Capitol Beltway. We had one spun wrong way round, facing the wrong way. That'll make your heart stop just right there, but uh, extra caution as you make your way past. The first responders have not gotten an update on what lanes or ramps might be affected by this one, but it was definitely in the camera on the ramp from 395 southbound toward the Capitol Beltway, and I believe toward the out, toward the inner loop. 66 westbound, reported crash inside the Beltway near Sycamore Street with caution for what may be in the roadway. Our earlier crash on the Virginia Beltway outer loop near the Little River Turnpike at last report was still blocking the right through lane plus the ramp at exit 52. We go to Maryland. Caller found one right before our last report and great timing too. 301. Crane Highway northbound coming out of Waldorf at Matterwoman Beantown Road. Traffic brought to a stop by crash activity. 95 taking it hard now, too. One in Baltimore, southbound 95 after Caton Avenue is blocking two left lanes. Looking for another one closer to the Capitol Beltway, said to be near exit 33 for Route 198 as you come through Laurel with caution as you pass there. 210. Southbound after Fort Old Fort Road with caution near Piscataway Creek report of a crash. District travel lanes are all nice and quiet. Visit Fitzmall.com to find a safe used car. Fitzgerald has hundreds of cars, trucks, and SUVs. Next to a new car, a Fitzway used car is best. Visit Fitzmall.com today. I'm Ian Crawford, WTOP Traffic. Oh, tracking that weekend for you and looking rather wet. So if you're going to be out and about at all, make sure you take the umbrella or the poncho if you're thinking about uh, heading out for any extra time here. Temperatures in the upper 50s to low 
60s on your Saturday. Scattered showers and some drizzle, but not an all-day rain on Saturday. Sunday, a better chance for more rain and some rather uh, windy conditions, too. High only around 60, so very cool for this time of year. 60 on Monday as well with a 40% chance of showers. I'm Storm Team 4, Chief Meteorologist Doug Hammer. Right now, we're at 55 degrees at Fort Belvoir, 57 Foggy Bottom, 57 in Silver Spring. We are at 55 degrees at our nation's capital. Midnight hour, Saturday morning, new month, October 1st, 2022. Welcome to WTOP. This check brought to you by Long Fence. Save 15% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today and schedule your free in-home estimate. The invasion of Ukraine. Live updates 24-7, 365. Washington's top news, 103.5 FM and WTOP.com. The latest in just moments on WTOP this morning. You listen to WTOP for the latest news, traffic, and weather in your car. But what about when you're not behind the wheel? Download the WTOP News app to listen wherever you are. Eating breakfast, out for a run, or at work. Plus, sign up for news alerts, create a personalized news feed, and register for rewards. 24-7, 365. Never miss a moment with the WTOP app. Brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union, where members are the mission. Visit NavyFederal.org, insured by NCUA. This is WTOP News. WTOP News time, twelve twelve. Welcome in Saturday morning. We've made it to the weekend, everybody. Latest on the war now, there were major developments regarding Ukraine this week. President Joe Biden announcing a new round of sanctions targeting Russia after Russian President... Vladimir, uh, Vladimir Putin held a ceremony annexing portions of Ukraine, claiming the people living there would be Russian citizens forever. In the meantime, Ukraine's president, Vladimir Zelensky, said this week the nation is fast-tracking, apparently, an application to join NATO. This morning, WTOP National Security Correspondent J.J. Green on just how much these sanctions will actually hurt Russia. They could hurt significantly and they could hurt soon because these sanctions are a combination of export controls, visa restrictions, asset freezes, and they serve to further clamp down, if you will, on Russia's supply chains. And the most important part of this, they go after the individuals that are directing these efforts, and they're critical to maintaining this effort. As I understand it, these sanctions have also gone specifically after Russia's defense procurement networks. We already know that Russia's struggling to get weapons, to keep those weapons on the field, and this is coming after millions of dollars. In fact, hundreds of millions of dollars of equipment was lost in this last counteroffensive by Ukraine. So this sanctions package could hurt significantly. Hey, JJ, let's go back to Volodymyr Zelensky, who must be rankling Vladimir Putin by uh, submitting this accelerated NATO application. What what happens next? Well, we know that this can happen pretty quickly, because if you remember back earlier this year, there were other countries like, uh, I think, Sweden and Finland that joined within a matter of months. This could happen. So what happens now is NATO members have to think long and hard about it, what this means, a country that's at war is applying for this this membership if they get it one of the things that's critically important about being a member of nato is article 5 and that means that any nato member that's attacked that is taken as an attack on all members so how is that going to impact all of these other countries with a war going on in this country but still it could happen but these countries will all have to think long and hard about it and i'm not so sure about how quickly this will happen if it does 
Now, of course, uh, Putin also says he would use nuclear weapons to defend annexed territory in Ukraine. How are Russia's neighbors responding to that? I had a conversation with uh, Hanno Pevkor. He is the defense minister from Estonia, and he was very clear and very blunt about it. He said Vladimir Putin is in this for himself, and he might do whatever he feels necessary that would achieve his goals. And one of the things that we should be clear about is the fact that he's sending people to the front lines of this war that have only been signed up a few days ago is very clear. He's not so much interested in the well-being of these people and perhaps not even winning this war, but he's trying to show people that he's got resources. And so Pevcor says this threat about using nuclear weapons, we absolutely, definitely need to take it seriously because he could launch a tactical nuke at some point in some time during the course of this war. With the latest of the war between Russia and Ukraine, WTOP National Security Correspondent J.J. Green in a conversation with Hillary and Shaw. You are listening to 103.5 FM at WTOP.com. Sports at 15 and 45 powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. It's Saturday, October 1st, new month, 1215 sports time indeed. Frankie's first midnight hit this morning. No dance baseball on Friday night rained out. They hope to uh, make it up on Saturday night as part of a uh, split doubleheader scheduled for 1 and 7 o'clock at Nats Park. Nats and the Phillies. They did get a game in on Friday afternoon. Phillies stole six bases. It's part of a 5-1 victory for Philadelphia over the Nationals at Nats Park. Eric Fetty took the loss for the Nationals. Orioles. They beat the Yankees 2-1 to in New York and hold Aaron Judge without his uh, 62nd homer, so he's still on 61 as the Birds kick off the series in New York with a victory. Commanders are 1-2. and two. They've uh, looked pretty lifeless, let's be honest, the last couple games. Let's see if they can show something against Dallas on Sunday. They're going to be wearing those all-black uniforms for the first time. They're three-point underdogs. They will not have center Wes Schweitzer in the lineup. He's out dealing with a concussion. Capitals preseason two-zip win at the Detroit Red Wings. John Carlson, Lars Eller goals for the Capitals. NBA preseason over in Japan. Wizards fall to Golden State 96-87. They'll play again as part of this uh, preseason uh, ceremony on Sunday. I'm Frank Hayen, Rahan, WTOP Sports. All right, thanks, Frankie. As always, 12-17 Saturday morning on WTOP the top stories we're following for you this midnight hour on T.O.P. Saturday morning. Storm surge among the concerns this morning as Ian batters the Carolinas after making landfall between Myrtle Beach and Charleston, South Carolina, smashing at least four piers in the area. Ian is no longer a hurricane this early morning. Its winds are down to 50 miles per hour now as the storm spins northward. Rain is affecting our area as we speak. It will get heavier, we're told. The winds more intense. Stay with WTOP and WTOP.com for the very latest. We'll keep you updated. Of all our troubles right now, we don't have to worry about a federal government shutdown. After all, President Joe Biden just this week signing a spending bill early in the evening on Friday that keeps things going at least through mid-December. And Alexandria has told Virginia state leaders it will not follow proposed policies on the treatment of transgender students. The governor says school personnel and other students cannot be forced to address students by their chosen name and identify pronouns. Stay with WTOP for more on these developing stories in just minutes. Saturday morning, the 1st of October, 2022 at 1218. 
Traffic and weather on the 8th. Good morning to Ian Crawford with us in the WTOP Traffic Center. Hello there, Dino. We're going to start in Virginia again. 95 southbound. I think they've got this crash over to the right side, maybe on the right shoulder. Southbound 95 after the Dale City car rest area. Our second in that stretch of roadway in about two hours' time. And now I believe the lanes are reopened. We're seeing fewer and fewer delays getting through that crash activity. Southbound 95 near the Dale City car rest area heading toward Dumfries. 395, I believe they just cleared this crash. Southbound on the ramp to the Capitol Beltway with caution for what may remain in the roadway. But I think this one is done and dusted so to speak, in the rain. We had a report of a crash 66 westbound inside the Beltway near Sycamore Street. Unclear what, if anything, was ever found there. Capitol Beltway, the earlier crash on the outer loop ramp to Little River Turnpike, that is now gone. Right through lane and that ramp have been reopened. The rest of the Beltway is good, but it all comes with a big old asterisk by that because of the deteriorating conditions. This is only going to get worse as the morning wear is on. Extra caution if you must travel more following distance and less speed to get from point A to point B in the rain and the slop. In Maryland, 301, Crane Highway northbound. The crash was near Mattawam and B-Town Road at last report about 20 minutes ago. All traffic was at a stop. 95 southbound through Baltimore. The crash near Caton Avenue is over on the right side. I believe it's now blocking one right lane. We were looking for another crash, 95 southbound near 198. Unclear what, if anything, was ever found. Could not see anything in the traffic cameras. On 210 southbound after Old Fort Road, the report of a crash near Piscataway Creek with caution for what may be in the roadway. District travel, okay so far. Please, by all means, keep it that way. Ian Crawford, WTOP Traffic. Storm Team 4 tracking your weekend, and it's a cool, dreary, wet weekend out there. We've got some rain on the radar now, and that's going to continue right on through the morning hours into the day on Saturday. Uh, Saturday, not a complete washout, but it will be wet at times, so keep that umbrella handy. Sunday, definitely wet. Uh, definitely seeing some moderate showers, too, with a high around 60. I'm Storm Team 4, Chief Meteorologist Doug Cameron. 59 in Annapolis, 55 Bowie, 52 in Leesburg. We are right now looking at 55 degrees and holding in our nation's capital midnight hour. Saturday morning, new month, October 1st, 2022. This latest check brought to you by New Look Home Design. The roofing experts call 1-800-279-5300. That's 1-800-279-5300. NewLookHomeDesign.com. Check them out. Shifting gears, checking stuff for you to watch this rainy weekend. Coming up on WTOP. You're with WTOP and Dean Lane. Everything I know about marijuana, I learned back when me and my friends had mullets. Yeah, I guess I got some catching up to do. And I'm curious about medical marijuana. It's legal in my state, I think. But is it right for me? Uh, where can I get reliable, professional answers to my questions? The answer to that question is Veriheal. V-E-R-I-H-E-A-L dot com. Medical marijuana can be complicated, even confusing. You want trustworthy answers without jumping through hoops or waiting to see a doctor. I'm a curious guy, but I'm a cautious guy, too. I need trustworthy information, reliable answers to my questions. So Veraheal sounds good. Tell me more. Veraheal.com is your single source for facts about medical marijuana and to pre-qualify online. Private and secure, quick and easy. Get started today with easy financing. V-E-R-I-H-E-A-L. Convenience is why we're here. Trust is why we're number one. Veraheal.com. This is WTOP News. It's Saturday, October 1st. Welcome to the weekend, everybody. We've made it. 1222 in the morning on WTOP. The 
out the Pop Horn. You know, we're going to the movies, checking stuff to watch new this weekend on the big screen, a romantic comedy called Bros, starring Billy Eichner, the first actually openly gay man to co-write and star in his own major studio film, and it has an entirely LGBTQ cast involved. Hey guys, it's Bobby Lieber coming to you from the future home of the LGBTQ Plus Museum. Everyone is really excited and totally getting along. This happens to be Bisexual Awareness Week and no one has acknowledged it! Film critic Kristen Toto this morning says he really liked bros. It was just the right blend, he says, of comedy and romance. I think they did a nice job with that. I think there's a good balance here, and I think we've seen not very many good quality rom-coms in recent years. This one just happens to be featuring two men who are falling in love, and that's certainly, you know, from a mainstream Hollywood studio, you just don't see that every day. So it's novel from that perspective, but it's also smart, and it's funny, and it's winsome at times, and it does deal with gay lifestyles in a way that you don't often see on screen with honesty, with candor, admission of little flaws here and there like we all have. So I, I think from all those perspectives, it's solid. Uh, this is Billy Eichner is the star here. He also co-wrote the production. And if you tell, it's a real it's a real passion project for him in more ways than one. Obviously, it's a love story, but this is near and dear to his heart. And I think if the film has a flaw is that it really tries to cram so much history about the LGBTQ plus movement into it. At the same time, you really want to get lost in love stories. So I think the movie, when it's working on all cylinders, does just that. It's a solid rom-com entry. There is a new Western called Dead for a Dollar, uh, kind of like romantic comedies. They don't come around as often as they used to. What did you think? It's solid. It's not spectacular. It does feel like a gritty old school Western. I like that. It didn't really kind of just acknowledges the genre, plays up to its strengths. You got Christoph Waltz and Willem Dafoe, both excellent actors here. It's a story about a bounty hunter who's trying to complete his assignment, but turns out that his benefactor maybe is a horrible human being and really kind of steered him in the wrong direction. So he's kind of wrangling with those emotions and trying to do his job and be professional, but also be a good human being. We are dealing with the remnants of Hurricane Ian here in the Washington area all weekend. Might be a good time to stay home. Uh, and, and one of the offerings, if you decide to go that route on Netflix, is The Monsters. A reboot of this. Is this what we needed and didn't realize we needed? Well, we may have needed it, but we didn't get what we wanted. Oh. It's not a very good film at all. This is from horror director Rob Zombie, who dials down all his usual gore and antics to make a PG-rated homage to the classic TV show. That's perfectly fine. I think the cast is solid as well. They're really trying very hard. But the material just lays on the screen. I, I don't know if I laughed once. I might have snickered a time or two at best. It's a kind of a prequel story. It's how Herman met Lily, sort of their love story and how they came to get together. And, of course, Grandpa in, the, in this particular film isn't very happy with his daughter's choice of uh, suitors. And that's some of the main conflicts here. The original was in black and white. This is in very garish, I'd say, color. So expect that difference from the original to the new one. It seems well-intentioned. It's just not clever. It's just not funny. So I appreciate that people behind the scenes may have had a lot of love for the monsters, but if you're going to have that love, you got to bring something to the table. This is just really, really weak tea. The stuff to watch this weekend, Kirsten Toto of HollywoodandToto.com on Skype with our Dimitri Silvas. You are listening to 103.5 FM at WTOP.com. It's all right. Diamonds Direct's unbelievable zero-interest finance offer is coming to a close. But you have until this Sunday to take advantage of five years zero-interest financing on any purchase. 
Now more than ever, it's the smartest way to buy. You can get that engagement ring or fabulous piece of designer jewelry and spread your payments over five years without paying a dime in interest. This amazing offer is good through this weekend only. Diamonds Direct, your love, our passion. Get all the details, including special Sunday hours, at DiamondsDirect.com. Unapproved credit. WTOP at 1225. Money News at 25 and 55. Jeff Claywell here to wrap your business week. The Dow lost in even 500 points in Friday's session, taking its week-long loss to 2.9%. Personal spending in August was up a more than expected 6.2% from a year ago. Amazon is closing all but one of its U.S. customer call centers, shifting those jobs to remote work to save money on real estate. Nike overshot supply chain response. Ending the quarter with a 44% jump.